One, two, three. Let's do this. Yes, yes. <laughs> Quest Supreme Podcast with your boy Kamal Lex. We coming live and direct. <laughs> That's funny. Live and direct. Uh, <laughs> yeah, yo, man. I hope you guys are having a great day, great night. I'm having a great day night. I don't know if it's late or early. I caught one of them vibes. I was just like doing a lot of work and I just got in the zone and I don't know what the time it is. It's late. I don't know if it's the next day or not. And then I caught like, you know, that inspiration to, to talk with you guys, man. Lots been brewing with me lately. <laughs> a lot of great conversations. That's kind of the way this thing goes. Like I kind of like have like these side conversations with friends and I kind of build upon like asking questions and just seeing what people's minds at and then obviously sharing my opinions on them. And then I go like, yeah, this is this is this sticks. This we got some good. You know, and then I, I try to come with the truth because I you know I try to speak from the heart whenever I speak. I don't want to force it, which is why we had that break. Um, but I want to say thank you guys for being a part of this episode. I love you guys. You all know that we all in this together, man, having a great time, just exploring, just being you know what i'm saying and this beat is phenomenal phenomenal Ooh, that's smooth i wonder what what, what type of like scene do y'all see when you hear this like what, what, what do you what do you what do you see are you like in mexico like at like some some bar like i see myself with like linens on straight up open toe sandals i'm not playing games out there fedora hat i've never worn one in my life but in this scene i got one mm, do i have jewelry on maybe maybe not okay nice watch no chain <laughs> taco meat on full display if you don't know what taco meat is that is chest hair yes it is chilling at the bar drinking an old-fashioned just waiting to see what comes in oh yeah that's where i'm at where you at though where i want to know where you at right now forget where i'm at where are you at in this scene because there's a scene going down right now this is amazing oh my gosh yeah man imagination is so dope but um talking about imagination uh we got stuff to talk about today man we got vibes we got vibes we definitely got vibes we got vibes so um quick switch personality switch uh <laughs> some serious talk though um some serious talk so I got inspired by Lupe Fiasco. I was listening to one of his lives and he quickly went into like this whole, um, he quickly made a jab about like revolutionary versus reactionary and didn't really expound upon it, expand upon it much. But like, I knew what he was saying when he said that. I, I thought about it, I was like, hmm, that's deep. That's deep, man, that's a deep concept. So I thought to myself like, damn, like, you know in, in regards to what's happening because I'm, I'm working on a project right now continuing to put this book together on what's been happening in 2020 and it forces me to you know really like i'm constantly like the the idea is growing is shifting is changing and it's it's get, i'm going deeper into it as i like try to figure out this narrative that's being created because it's like a co-created kind of vibe it's like i don't know where this is going to end um but within that that process i'm i'm constantly asking myself questions about like what is the direction of this and the differences in you know where we're coming from and who is we you know and and what is this really going what's really going on in the game man like 
And I'm gonna keep it. This is probably. I mean, I try to keep it real all the time, you know. But like, I think I'm. I'm. Well, we'll see. But I think this is gonna be one of them. I got a lot of my heart. But um, when I when I look at what's going on, um, I start asking a lot of questions, man. A lot of questions. I I'm really curious as I'm looking at all these because I see so much division. Honestly, there's a in in the photos that and experiences I've had. I've seen a lot of love. Whole lot of love whole lot of peace whole lot of fighting a lot of rage but like in it's in the like the compass of something it's for the right reasons you know what i'm saying but there's also times and i'm folk i've been focusing on these times recently in my editing where i'm looking at things that were not necessarily in line with that so things that can come off very the anger and the misdirection and the the I think just rage without a purpose, so to speak. I, I, I really, and that's what I see in some of these photos anyway. So it, it it makes me start thinking like, yo, what are we, like, what's really going on out here? What's really going on out here? And I watched this really interesting uh, documentary called, um, geez, and it's like going around now, which is good. Like, I think people, this is one of the things, like, I want this to be something that we all watch. But, um, ooh, the social dilemma. And it goes into like how they're taking our data, using our data against us and how we all are being basically brainwashed with what's on our phones and what they're trying to sell to us and the imagery images that they get put that get put on our screen and in the and which creates a really crazy world because the thing that one of the deepest things that I got from it outside of the obvious in terms of the crazy data things that they're doing, that really helps me understand this, this stuff a lot better. But the thing that was most striking was at the end where it showed how everyone, based on these algorithms and what they think you want to see, that that relays or that influences what your view of the world is. So people aren't no longer. And I think we've actually talked about that on this podcast, but it's saying that a lot of people are not going out into the world to find out what the world is. People's world is based on what's on their phone and what's on their phone is given to them by something that thinks this is what you want to see to sell you something and control you and keep you scrolling on that screen all day. Then what do you, what your view of the world might be a bunch of bullshit. And on top of that, it also says, it also shows why there's so much division and fighting and people just have all these ideas. And it's like, where did you get that from? Like, do you not know what you're talking about? That's why it was so interesting. And it made so much sense to me because moving after going to so many protests and just being out there and seeing what's really going on. It was always weird to me when I would hear the commentary of people that don't go that are telling me what to watch out for and what's going on. And it's like, did you go out there? Cause that's not the vibe. Like, I, and it's scary cause it makes you start to think about the power of these phones. And then when you take the power of the phone in terms of how that can really shape your reality falsely, cause it's no more about going outside and meeting people and seeing and investigating and really learning. It's about what you looked up on Google or what popped up on your timeline or what your friends are saying. Oh, that's dangerous. Jesus. Um, um, so taking that to the next level or bringing that to what we're talking about in this podcast, the idea of revolutionary versus reactionary. And that's something that before I go into it, I want you to hopefully, I hope you're, you're thinking about that and wondering what does that mean to you? And the scary, the part I want to 
well, let me go back a little bit. Let me go back a little bit. Um, let me go back into why this really means a lot to me. Um, for me, um, I'm a 34-year-old black man, uh, originally from North New Jersey. Um, I've lived in, I don't know, like five or five states, I think. Y'all know about the travel. More than likely, you know about the travel. I've been traveling for a while. But like in terms of... I've been since I was I've like I said I've lived in five states or whatever, right? And I remember when I was when when I was doing that I kind of thought that was like like random. Like why am I doing this? Like what is it in me that makes me want to just bounce and go? Like I remember the first time I moved which was after college I moved to Atlanta and everybody looked at me crazy because I and and I and it was kind of crazy because at that point that's when I was a real estate agent. I was on my way to being a broker. And I had my own condo. Like, I was doing great. <laughs> so it was like, why would you drop all that in this go to Atlanta trying to save the world? Literally, I just went to, I wanted to change the world. I didn't know how I was going to do it. But that was the idea. Uh, and I followed it. And that's in this journey, I'm still on it to this day. Um, but the thing that I, I really started to understand as I got older within that journey I started to like really start asking questions about like my upbringing and just or just ask or just pay attention more to it and see where did this come from because the more people I met the more I started to realize that this was not normal to just up and go to take chances of that nature to move to another place without like a a job lined up and all that you know not for just school or something like that so I started asking my my mom a lot more questions about like how she raised me and why. And one of the things that she told me, she told me when I grew up, my mom's from the South. Mom has, I believe, eight brothers and sisters. She was of her family. I believe she was the one that was probably got the didn't get as much love as everybody else. I think she was like one of the youngest and it was just tough. A lot of kids, a lot of stuff going on. I'm sure every they all had it rough, but my mom had it really rough. Um, and she was the one that left the South and moved up north to New Jersey to start a new life. She said, I can't do this no more. This isn't for me. I'm going to take a chance. It's kind of like what I did to move into Atlanta. And she said that she always felt so, through her process of finding herself, she felt like she was so, um, she didn't, she didn't have freedom. And she was always fighting for freedom and not freedom that we're talking about when we're protesting. I'm talking about like the idea of being able to just be yourself freedom, the idea of just bringing your brain and knowing who you are, knowing your spirit, not just listening to what people tell you, that freedom that no one can take from you, no matter what they do, that freedom. And she said that when you were born, she made it a point that she wanted to see because she and she said um, be, from being let down from dating and men, she always noticed that she it was difficult for her to find because my mom was a free thinking person. So she was looking for freedom in other people, but she would notice that most people were not on that wavelength. So she said she wanted to raise a son that was a free black man because she never seen one before. So she said, I wanted to make it a point that you would experience things that would allow you to be able to explore as you got older and not to be afraid and not to be uh, mentally imprisoned by stereotypes or th ways of thinking that you're supposed to be. 
And I didn't know that till I got older, son. And I was like, what? <laughs> so it, it was, so she's like, yeah. And when you talk about appreciation, understanding the, the sacrifice and all that, that, that's heavy. So when I look at my life today, and there's a lot more to that, but like when I look at my life today and who I am, a lot of that is based on the things that was implemented in me, decisions that was made for me before I was even born. So me being this freedom person, travel, all that was my is my mom, and I'm a direct. We are literally the same. Like if she was a like born and a, a man, she would be me, literally. And the point that I'm trying to say with this, bringing it to the point of this whole talk, is that because of that love and support to think for myself and to she's challenged me to to think for myself pretty much and seeing an example of seeing her create her whole reality i watched her build her company i watched her become a greater woman i watched her be everything and i watched it as an example and because of that example it's really helped me really understand the importance of fighting for what i believe in Asking myself questions, taking steps back to reflect, not just taking things for face value, not being uncomfortable with being the only one, not just following the crowds, understanding the sacrifice it takes if you if you have a dream and you want to create something, knowing that you're going to have to fight for that every day and people are going to look at you crazy. What are you doing? You're not smart enough. You don't have enough money. Where's your security at? These are things that I watched my mom go through. To this day, she still has to push back on that stuff. So when I see it as a as as I'm, you know, in this stage of my life, one, I love and appreciate her so much for, for giving me that blueprint. Um, funny, we we're talking about blueprints today with my boy Rod. But um I appreciate that, but also also like understand why it's so important for me to be that same type of person to the people I try that I love care about and try to help my whole message is about freedom everything that I'm saying everything that I'm trying to do is to get people to think for themselves and define their truth what your truth looks like not what a dope truth is I'm saying what yours looks like because it's not about the rankings and who got what and what looks the dopest and what just gets accepted by everybody. Because sooner or later, you start to realize that don't make you happy either. Then you got to start to ask yourself, well, if it's not if success isn't the happiness, because I thought all this work, once I got it, it was going to be like amazing. And then you like you still feeling empty. Yeah, it's more to it. And then you got to start asking your question, yourself questions like, what am I doing? What do I really want? And the scary thing about rage and anger, although it's a very important part of our whole makeup of being a human being, um, it can also blind you. It can also stop you from being able to see the full picture. And when I think about revolutionary versus reactionary, I think to myself how we have a responsibility and I hope y'all follow me where I go with this. We have a responsibility, not just for ourselves, 
but the people that came before us to continue to push the envelope and discover not just who we are, but to create and manifest things in our lifetime that reflect who we are, who we truly are. Because there's people, whether it's our parents, whether it's the older people that helped us along the way, teachers, whether it's ancestors that we never met, grandparents, whatever it is, this stuff, the line goes long in terms of like everything that was put to us for us to be here today, all of us, no matter where you're from. And when you open your mind up to that and you start to think about all the people that sacrificed for you, all the decisions that need to be made to, to get you here today, all the chance occurrences occur is that a word? Yeah, I think that's right. If I, if it's not, y'all know what I mean. <laughs> All the chance experiences, there you go. <laughs> um that it took for you to be here. And then when you get here, this is our time. This is your moment. This lifetime. Every day is a blessing. So this blessing, I really sometimes I'm starting to realize that it's like it's almost like I think we're accepted no matter what we do, which is the beautiful thing which is where the compassion and empathy comes in. But I also do think that there are people like on, when you look on the other end spiritually, I think there's people really rooting for us, man. Really hoping that we do. I mean, if we don't, cool. I don't think they're judging us for it. But I do think if we do it, it's like, yeah, <laughs> you know, like I like like I look, I think of my ancestors and where I'm from. I'm black. And we talk about freedom. And we talk about like. I'm the only, like, people talk about, like, they might be the first in the gender and their, like, family to go to college and stuff like that. I'm the first one to, like, this whole international thing, like, that ain't a part of my family. Like, that, that, I'm the, like, it's amazing that, for me, that's, that feels amazing when I, when I know I'm doing that. And I have something to show for. When I speak to my niece and nephew and I show them pictures of all the places I've been and they go, oh, and, or when they go to their class and they talk about, oh, my uncle is in Egypt. Oh, my uncle is in India. You know, like I can't imagine what that what that would feel like if I was their age and I was in class. I remember being in class in geography class and I would see these places and I would think there was like damn near different planets. So to have somebody in your life that's like, nah, this is I'm here. I've been here. This is look, these are pictures and I'm a photographer. Like, look. Like, this is possible. It's not this rare, random thing. And it's outside the box of everything that's already been pushed to us. It shows you that there's different lanes. And I look at them as I'm sacrificing or and just being sacrificing by just being me and trusting my heart and doing what I got to do that feels right for me. Being my own revolutionary and my own with my own spirit. I look at their future and I say, and I pass the torch to you. You do what you want, but I, I I hope that whatever I'm doing helps you understand just your capacity and what's possible and what freedom and, and you understand that you need to find your freedom and what that looks like for you and find your voice. And I say all that to remind us all as we as we are in life and we are all trying to obviously figure this out. Um. We're all doing our best. We all have tough times, confusion, different plights and things that come daily, surprises, right? Um, 
I want to like just switch the mindset though with that and and kind of and, and understand just how important you are. How important you are to your ancestors, how important you are to your parents, how important you are to your grandparents, the people coming after you, the people coming before you, your moment, your light, your life is such a beam of light of possibility. And sometimes it can feel like when I see things and people reacting and just doing things because it's what's cool or doing things because this is what they say you should do or just fighting for things because this is what the phone says or saying sayings that the phone tells you to say. You saying these low, these sayings and you don't even know what they mean, nor are you fought living that life a lot of the time. And I understand it's all group think, let's make this happen. It's about change and that's all cool. Yeah, fit into the mist. But at the end of the day, you got a life to live. Now, what are you doing? Why are you doing it? And when we switch our mentality from reacting and just reacting to things and we get into the revolutionary side, and I'm not just talking about political and all that stuff going on outside of these protests. I'm talking about your truth as a being, your journey. Are you just going to be what your parents want you to be? Or are you going to choose to be who you really know you are? Are you going to act like one person in your relationship because you think that's what she wants or he wants and not be true to who you truly are? Are you going to act the way people said you was going to act when you were young, when they were picking on you? And now you've become the same thing. It's just it's deep. I'm not even going to finish that last one. It's, it's just deep. When we start to think about the shackles that can be put on our lives based on other people's opinions and we're reacting to that. And even though there's power in that, there's truth in that. And that's something that we all experience. There comes a point where we have to go above that. We got to open our palate, open, expand our minds, expand our hearts, our spirits, our forgiveness, pal, all that. And get to a point where we can say, OK, I see what's, what's on the ground floor. I get it. Like I'm fighting this every day. This comes every day. I got to do what I got to do. But I'm going to have to despise a plan now. I got to look above all this mist and put my head up above the clouds and see the clear sky and see a vision down the down the lane, down the whatever the path that I want. What does that look like for me? What is my vision? Yeah, we gotta work together. Yeah, we gotta, we gotta, we gotta come together. We gotta understand the compassion and unity and all that stuff is really important. But in order to really see change and see real growth, we have to have new ideas. And new ideas don't come with just following the same old, same old. A lot of us have a lot more potential. Oh shit, I would say all of us, but <laughs> I don't know how you feel about yourself. Some people can be very um, uh, confident, <laughs> but I feel like all of us got hella, um, hella, what's the word I'm looking, potential in us, things in us that we have not experienced yet. I don't care how much you got accomplished, how successful you are personally or throughout the, throughout the world. There's so much in you that you still haven't tapped into. And in order to get to it, there is a point of reacting for sure. But to really push it, you got to be a revolutionary in your own heart. So the question becomes, how are you being a revolutionary in your own heart? 
How are you being a revolutionary in your own life, in your own spirit? What are you standing for? And if you don't know, yo, this is never meant to make nobody feel bad. This is meant to reflect, think, gather, and make a new a new way. That's the beautiful thing. This alive stuff is so real. Like, if you just take a moment right now and just feel the moment, feel this. You're alive. The reality that you're alive is crazy. And understand that same feeling that you're feeling as you realize just alive what's around you, just what it feels like to just be able to feel yourself, that same unlimitedness that's in you is meant to just create all types of amazing things and manifest all types of stuff daily. We are here to create. That is, our, that is the purpose of life, creation. So my mom did a lot for me. So much so that I'm constantly trying to, like, make sure I'm living in an example that makes her, you know, proud of me and and never, you know, give up on the idea of just doing it the way I see it and not giving in. Not trying to fit in just to fit in, but understand that I do have a voice and follow what works for me, what works for me. I remember when I was in my early 20s, a lot of that was like a lot of stuff I was doing was. I was doing things that I thought I was supposed to do. Like, I'm supposed to do this. I'm supposed to do that. That's what guys do. That's what that's what young people do when they have X, Y, Z. And when I look back, it was like, nah. And even though that was a part, you got you to gotta live and make mistakes to understand who you truly are. But now I was like, nah, that wasn't, that was, that's not true. It's not true at all. So how many of us are, you know, that's, a, I think that's a part of life. So, the point of this this talk is just to, you know, remember that. Always take a step back and understand, like, yo, okay, am I reacting or am I creating? Am I fitting in or am I trailblazing and visualizing? Am I really using my gifts or am I playing it safe? It seems like it could be scary sometimes and you and you know you think you you're making such a a defiant move sometimes when you just follow your heart. But the truth is, man, once you finally get over that misconception of what it means to just be yourself and the the the, the risk it takes to just stand up for what you really believe in and stand up to people and really just say what's really on your heart. Once you start doing it, you realize this wasn't that difficult and you feel so much better. That freedom in your heart, you start feeling alive. You get addicted to it. It gets so, so real. So I'm in this convo. Try to keep these things under 30. <laughs> but um, yeah, I, I feel I hope you guys feel that. You know, like we got so many people that have sacrificed so much for us. And we get an opportunity to just continue to push the pallet, man, continue to push the story, continue to make surprises, continue to show what's possible for those that have transitioned and those that are still coming. And that's a beautiful, beautiful mission. That's a beautiful, like, opportunity. That's a beautiful calling. And I think we all have that. So that's the vibe, man revolutionary or reactionary.
there's so much strength in taking step back, taking steps back and really understanding why you're doing what you're doing and doing it because you really feel in your heart, this is what I really want to do. And this means something. And I can go down the lot the list of things, the reasons why I'm doing this and the reflection and contemplate and understanding and the mistakes made to re-sharpen my palate to understand what I really oh that wasn't I thought this was the way but that wasn't the way I had to take a couple steps back a couple steps back I made some mistakes that's a part of the plight but then once you get it though once you understand and you're not just following the groups no more you you start to really start creating things and manifesting things that surprise the fuck out of you you start to get it like damn now I get it this is beautiful. We are beautiful. We are human. We are connected. We are love. We are empathy, compassion. We are one. That's what starts. To, you start to see it. You start to find more people like you, too. And then when you see the bullshit, you know it from a, mil- a mile away. And you just be like, oh, I'm cool. You don't even let it bother you. It's like, oh, okay, I got you. <laughs> All right, you got it. Peace. <laughs> you know what time it is. So, yeah, man, I hope that, that reached you guys, man. I love you guys very much. Quest Supreme Podcast with your boy, Kamal X. I love you guys. We're in this together. One day at a time, homies. One day at a time. We are beautiful. Peace.